Episode 13. First of all, there will most certainly be cussing in this episode. So, now you know. Secondly, this episode is for those who are wanting to feel into their anger. There's some negativity, some aggression, and some frustration. If you are working out of that, or are triggered by hard topics, you or you aren't in a mood to go there, then just skip this one. Come back to it when you need to let some anger out. Later in the episode, I have a writing prompt for you centered around any anger you might be holding on to. You might be thinking, yeah, I have a lot and I could get it out. Or you might be thinking the opposite, but I am not angry about anything. And you, my friend, might need to do this more than anyone else. You, my sweet, positive, easygoing friend, just might have something deep down there that might need to come up, let out, and let go of. So for the last year, I have worked really hard at looking at my anger. I have been shamed for it. I had to apologize too many times for it. Fell asleep crying because of it. Felt isolated and alone in it. Felt like I couldn't be a part of the spiritual, yoga, woke group because of it. I watched it be reflected in my children. I've had the finger pointed at me by family who doesn't understand it. I asked questions like, how can I control my anger to my therapist? I Google things like, how can anger affect my gut health? What foods ignite my fire constitution? And what's wrong with me? I've called friends countless times needing to be seen in my hurt and anger. With hot tears, I justify to them why I am so lost, shaking and raging. I reach out to my dad to hold space for my disappointments with people and the world. I've been told, we all know how you can get. You get emotional and angry. You need to regulate that like the rest of us. We don't want to say anything because you get too emotional. Today, week whatever the fuck of the stupid separation of community, family, friends, unity, basic rights, constitutional rights, I am saying, fuck that. Today, as each generation becomes more and more confused with their own emotions, let alone their place in this world, I am saying, fuck that. Today, as I walk through my own fire of disappointment, still holding on to the injustice done to true intentions of my desires, heart's desires, I say, fuck that. Today, with paused birthday parties, uncelebrated graduations, closed parks, walking through stores without seeing other people's smiles, judgments for not being a sheep, poor health, the overworked, and the underworked, I say, fuck that. Today, with cults, vaccines, diseased meats and poisoned foods, sex trafficking, abuse, rape, abandonment, lies, false news, the media, commercials, censorship, shame, mothers being torn from their babies, fathers abandoning their responsibilities, the 1%, money-buying pedophiles, pedophiles forgiveness, the corrupt and wicked, the blind eyes and cover-ups. I say, fuck that. I am angry. I haven't felt a bout of creativity for this podcast in the last few weeks. I haven't known what to say. I am a positive person, but I haven't found some positive things to say about how to rise from your ashes lately. 
That's because I am angry. I don't stay here. I can quickly see why I am angry. I can look at how and why I got here, and I know that I can come out of it without pushing it into a deep, dark place in my heart, as I have learned that doesn't serve me. There is this amazing list called the Emotional Guidance System by Abraham Hicks. Looking at this will show you where you're at in regards to highest and lowest vibrations. Anger is number 17 of the 22 emotions, slightly better than revenge and slightly lower than discouragement. Teal Swan tells us that staying at anger is a way of keeping us from dropping into the lower vibrations. I know I remained in ang- I remained at anger because I wasn't willing to drop into fear and grief, which is number 22. I knew I couldn't go there while I was keeping two kids alive on a hard-working, dangerous farm while their parents weren't able to be on the same page and were splitting up. I still know I haven't grieved. Grief is exhausting. Grief can last for an unknown amount of time. And since my anger took off, I moved. I have not found a home. I started a business and a few other side hustles. I started and I had to quit school. I've had to worry about my kids' safety. And then I took them on full time. And then a pandemic hit. And then I lost my jobs. And then I moved again. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anger is a place to stay at. I have not been angry this whole time. In fact, I have gone up the scale in my regular emotions. I know that I am able to do that because I chose to look at my anger and make sure I got well for my kids. I knew anger is not who I am. I knew that I can live with joy and peace and all the other positive emotions. But one day, I might be able to go through my grieving process of the death of the idea I had to be a family. But anger doesn't feel right because it isn't right. Of course, it'd be super nice if we could all be monk status and know the bigger picture of this human life. If we could just unattach from the things that we are disappointed in. If we could just say, what's meant to be will be, and God has a plan, and love and light to all the hard shit we go through. This is still something I'm trying to learn. Right now I am reading The Untethered Soul by Michael Allen Singer. It's really great at reiterating how to detach ourselves from our thoughts. And it's something I would love to grasp, even just a little bit, before I die. I understand how these insights on how to separate from expectations that make us angry will help lighten the load, will help us have better relationships, will help us not have as many traumatized children. But this doesn't take away from my joys. It doesn't keep me from knowing all the good things that have happened in my life. It doesn't keep me ungrateful. Anger doesn't negate the good things. But it is a big emotion we all have. There is a point to anger. Anger is showing you where you feel powerless. Anger is telling you there is or about to be a threat. Anger is telling you there is a lack of boundaries. It's you telling you something is wrong here. 
And you have to listen to that. And you have to do something about that. I was talking to a friend a few weeks ago who was saying, um, during all this stuff going on, the best way for him to be able to express himself as he's living back at his parents' house and needs to be respectful with his opinions is through making music. And I love that. It's an outlet and it's, and it's still sharing the feelings that he has. I've been listening to this one album lately. The title alone had me. Therapy Sessions by NF. It's the kind of music that takes me to Eminem teenage angst and rage days. But this time, it's for me as the adult I am now. And though I can listen to Satnam, Native American flute, Could This Be Love reggae, um, showing positivity and sunshine music day in and day out, this stuff truly serves me. I need this kind of music too. I need to be able to know and feel the anger I have inside. I need to lean into this part of me. Um, <laughs> here are some therapy session lyrics. Um, I wish I could rap right about now, but I'm not even going to try. So, But check out the album yourself and enjoy the real emotions this guy has in his songs. What you think about me, that doesn't worry me. I know I handle them, some things immaturely. I know that I need to grow in maturity. I'm not going to walk on these stages in front of these people and act like I live my life perfectly. That doesn't work for me. Christian is not the definition of a perfect me. I'm not the type to be quiet. I'm not going to sit here in silence. If I wouldn't say what I say to your face, then I promise you I wouldn't say it in private. I am not lying. People go off on my page and I'm trying to quit the replying. But this is ridiculous. I'm passionate, man. I really mean what I'm writing. You want me to keep it 100? Okay, I'll keep it 100. I see a whole lot of talking on socials, but honestly, I don't see nothing in public. I kind of love it. Why don't you write us some happy raps? That would be awesome. All your music is moody and dark, Nate. Don't get me started. You want to know what it's like if you met me in person? Listen to my verses. This music is not just for people who sit in the pews and pray at the churches. I won't reject it. I don't expect everyone to respect it. I don't expect you to get my perspective. What do you expect from a therapy session? So these lyrics are personal for him and I resonate. These are someone's opinions and viewpoints coming from the heart. Do they resonate with you? Are you like, hell yeah. I've been thinking since I started this podcast, and this is a good reason why I felt I should start this sort of podcast. But I've been thinking about music, about lyrics and artists. Music is so much about personal experiences. It's filled with emotions. Strong writers, songwriters are putting onto paper and then creating something beautiful out of their personal journal pages. In this song by this um, same artist, How Could You Leave Us?, you can hear the arc of grief as he processes his mother's death. In the end, he's crying. He is angry, as he has a right to be. And he shares his emotions, anger, grief, sadness, resentment, and blame. Think about some of your favorite songs. Do they not speak to your heart because they trigger a deep emotion in you? I can jump for joy, move my body with satisfaction to the right kind of uplifting song. 
I can be calmed and get the sense I am not alone. I can slam my fist on the table and finally weep. Music is raw and human. That's why I love it so much. It brings forth emotions and feelings that other things can't. Each episode I do, I have vulnerability hangovers afterwards. I feel like I share too much or not enough. I become my own worst critic. And trust me, if you critique and judge me, I am doing it to myself much harder than you ever could. I ask myself, who am I to share? Why would I start drama? Why would I share these parts of my heart? Why should I express this? Other people have it worse. I am grateful for the good things. Why can't I just be a normal person with my head down, living the 9 to 5, putting away savings, getting married, having kids, retiring with a safe car, dying in my hospital bed? Who am I to express my opinions? Am I sharing too much of someone else's story? But then I was silenced. And then I was angry. And then I did therapy. And a lot of what came out of that was, why the hell do you care so much what people think of you, Mel? And then came the books and the influencers who were speaking their own truth. Their own stories are on pages. Their own struggles and accomplishments are being read by millions of others who needed to hear that they weren't alone. This is my story. And some people are involved in it. Especially because I am, I open my, up myself to those I spend my time with. I am empathetic with those I love. So you might be a part of my story. The way I expressed my anger became a huge sign of how I need to let things out. I am dropping more into who I am. And a big part of that is expressing. Expressing encouragements, gratitude, ambitions, excitement, sadness, grief, joy, and anger. And so like the songwriters and singers who openly share their emotions with us, and we repeat those meaningful songs 10 times a day, I will express my emotions. My young boys will be allowed to express their emotions. They will not be stifled or silenced. They will learn better than I did how to express their feelings so that they can be seen and they, and then held and grow in their emotions. They will learn how to be sensitive and fierce. They will learn how to speak to and maybe even for others. They will learn to hold space for anyone else with big emotions. I refuse to shut them down because the last few generations have been so terrified of feelings. Just as they are learning about their emotions and how to honor and handle them, I am relearning the same thing. We are doing this together. I lived with someone for a very long time who would store deeply rooted anger into the far depths of his being. Most people can never fathom the anger I've explained that comes from him. And most of the time I couldn't either. I forgave it because it was rare. I forgave it also because the next day he'd act like nothing happened. But what I slowly learned was, even though I may express my anger almost on the regular, I knew it was me releasing it. I knew that I was giving us a chance to address the issues. I knew that whatever coping mechanisms he had in order to suppress his anger most days, I refused to do it that way. But the amount of anger that could be unleashed and honestly needed to be unleashed in a much healthier way by him was terrifying. 
And because I was a safe space for this person, these emotions, whether it had to do with me or not, and it was or wasn't triggered by me, it was taken out on me. In the last year of being together, I saw that what it was was a way of survival. As I learned about me and about humans, as I saw how my children were behaving and acting, and what I knew from his upbringing was that he was not allowed to express his feelings. The survival he adapted was to put that away and be easy and positive, to work hard. I begged for him to express his emotions more consistently. I begged for him to talk to me about whatever it was. I told him I'd be there to walk the path of figuring this out. That the anger was there and it needed to be looked at and handled. And on a side note, (laughs) um, if you don't know much about me, before you go thinking I go this deep into just any relationship, I don't. It took 10 years of this being my person and my yearning for a better connection for me to ask this of him. I waited for him to get to a point of honesty and healing on his own. But I couldn't wait anymore. Too much was at stake. And he said no. So I knew it was time for me to walk away. I couldn't not go down this path. But at this point, too much damage had been done to not even address, not even try to address it in order to heal to gain trust again, and to grow together. I don't tell this story for anyone to take sides, and I don't say this to open up the judgments. I don't take it lightly that I'm sharing my points of view of someone's pain. I share this because my life has been upheaved because of this kind of relationship, and that I learned so much from taking a step back to try to learn what was going on. I also know there are too many of us out there who are either in his shoes where childhood oppression is now doing us a disservice as an adult and worse, a parent. Or that you are a victim of the unbearable unleashing of the unseen and unfelt built-up anger in someone you love. In a previous episode, I explained how the way I let my anger out is to voice it. If I feel unheard, Much like a toddler, I scream. I want to be heard, and damn it, I will be heard. I have learned this doesn't get anywhere. And when my type of coping is matched with his type of coping, well, you can imagine the shutting down and lashing out that can go down between two broken people. We all have our own damage done as children that we carry into adulthood. And when we become parents, that is reflected back at us tenfold. I'd say the first step is recognizing this. Recognize it in ourselves, in our partners, in our children, in our parents, in our friendships. Once we can see it for what it is, then maybe we'd have a chance to begin to heal. To this day, I want so badly for this person to heal, to be healed, to be the best version of himself. I want him to feel safe enough with himself in this world to be able to lean into those feelings of disappointment and anger so that it is unleashed bits at a time instead of rolled into a big ball of rage and damaged once in a while. I want him to be with someone who can hold space for the work he has to do in order to recreate different habits and learning new ways of feeling, 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 feelings. I want him to be free from the expectations to simply work hard. 
and to bottle up any unmet expectations. It can't be me. I had to choose healing myself over working hard to heal him. And I'm still working on my anger around that one. I have anger about it coming from all kinds of angles. But that's where we all need to start. We need to make the sacrifices, not be the martyr. We need to take the space. We need to take up space. Our emotions matter, every single one of them. And if expressing them is your love language for yourself, then by all fucking means out there, express that shit. We are here for it. I am here for it. I am not afraid, and I will not shut you down. You write songs, blast rhymes as a rapper, throw paint on huge canvases, sing loudly in the car, scream into pillows, bite your nails, write until your fingers bleed, ride your bike on mountain trails, channel into a career move, sweat it out in your garage gym, dance freely in the wild, scream underwater, make an altar somewhere special and pray, write down your angry secrets and burn them, breathe in a specific way. Doing any one of these things is at least acknowledging this hard emotion. I hope that you find a healthy outlet for releasing it. There are more days recently, despite some of the healing or how I see it because of the healing I have done lately, that I am just doing something random. I'm just doing something random throughout my day, thinking about something. And I find myself out loud just saying, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. No one is there. It's not to anyone I'm around, but the words come out of my mouth. And even, and I even smile with the release that it brings to just say, fuck you. I focus on what I was thinking about when I said it. I walk through why I feel that way. And for me, I am proud of myself for being in the space now where I can say that more. I've always acted like I don't give a fuck. And for some things, I don't. But in the last few years, I held on so tight to the right thing I was supposed to be doing, to the opinions of family or people involved in my life. I brought fear and worry into therapy sessions about what other people said about me or to me or what they would think of me if I did fill in the blank. So to get to this point when I say, fuck you, maybe with an actual flipping of the bird and a half smile on my face, it brings me a sense of control and makes me feel like my feet are on the ground and that I am welcoming of this. But for now, maybe you don't want to be walking around looking like you have Tourette's saying fuck you with a smile. I want you to work on it this way. Take out a notebook. Get the back of your kid's incomplete homework sheet that will never be turned in. Grab a pen, pencil, crayon, whatever. Don't write it in your notes on your phone or type it on your laptop. Write it. Pen and paper is healing. Teal Swan has taught me this. She has a great video called How to Deal with Anger, and you better believe I've watched it a few times. If you're wanting to know more where your anger is coming from and some more tips on how to handle it, I highly recommend watching it. But right now, we're just going to write. We're going to see what's angering us. Maybe it's things you had no idea. Maybe there's a reoccurring theme. Write it all out. Don't stop. Include the cuss words. You quiet church-going mom of five. Include those motherfucking cuss words. 
Include the words hate and rage. Include the disappointments and failures and questions. You buy the book, always looking for the silver lining. Good man. Write it down. You don't have to share it. You can take it to therapy. You can burn it on paper. You can leave it on the altar. You can rage at a willing friend. But get at it. If you need some inspiration, I got you covered. I'm going to be ultra vulnerable here and go through my current list of things that make me angry. For me, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm experimenting on how vocal I need to be to be my most authentic self here. Just speaking it to a professional isn't quite enough. Having a full moon therapy with th- ceremony with myself and sending those things off into the flames isn't enough. I'm not creative enough to write a song and rap about these angers. So here I am on this platform with something that I created, testing how far and healing I can go in expressing myself. Maybe it'll be therapeutic or thought-provoking for you. Okay, in no particular order of severity, um, but you'll see it goes from very personal to global. And as a reminder, this is my story, my perspective of my anger. When you write your words, do not think about justifying why you are angry. Just let it flow. I am angry. I'm angry at my skin for reflecting my stress. I'm angry the boys are watching too many shows. I'm angry I lost two full months and then some of income. I'm angry that I write... I'm angry that right when my business was getting started, a virus hit. I'm angry it might not have been that severe of a virus. I'm angry at sheeple. Fuck you, media. I'm angry so many of us live paycheck to paycheck. I'm angry I had to move eight times in eight months. I'm angry I'm not better with money. I'm angry that when I chose myself and left my relationship, I had to leave the island. I'm angry I'm not eating food straight from the ground. I'm angry I look like the bad guy. Fuck me for staying so long. I'm angry my kids are living in a split family. I'm angry he left them home alone. I'm angry I have to be the one to call the shots. I'm so damn angry I had to scream and yell as much as I did to get my basic needs kind of sort of met. I'm angry they made me feel spoiled for wanting a fence to keep my kids safe. I'm angry I was alone when my baby got a spinal tap at 20 days old. I'm angry I have to be the only parent. I'm angry anyone sees him as a good parent. I'm angry he thinks FaceTiming is sufficient parenting. I'm angry he doesn't offer to help financially. I'm angry they don't miss him. I'm angry they do miss him. I'm angry I need to have empathy for them. I'm angry my child was picked up on the side of the road by a stranger. I'm angry at all the danger he put them in. I'm angry I have to defend myself as a mother. I'm angry I have to consider him. I'm angry I have to still talk to him. 
I'm angry at the sentence years ago. I knew if I didn't get you pregnant, you'd leave me. I'm angry I had, I had hopes he'd change once he became a dad. I'm so fucking pissed I created a story out of things that should be. I'm angry this, his version of showing up is justified by others. I'm angry my version of showing up is normal, unpraised, and what I asked for when I became a mother. I am angry I can't be a better parent. I am angry I can't buy them all the things. I'm angry I have to work from home, work at work, clean, cook, plan, pack, worry about school, file for this, file for that, and that I can't just be with them more. I'm angry they see this is how a man shows up to a family. I'm angry at all the damaged men who slink away to work or worse. I'm angry at the broken men who break women. I'm angry at evil men who give into their coping mechanisms and pleasures. I'm angry at shallow men who can't come close to showing up for women. I am angry at the one who took my virginity without my consent. I am angry at the men who had intention of having their way with me. I am angry that I am a me too. I am angry at toxic feminism. I am angry that we can't see we need both male and female differences in order to thrive. I'm angry that I have to wall up that gaining my trust will be hard. I'm angry I'm still angry. I'm angry at the man who abused his daughter. I'm angry that my friend's heart as a mother is breaking. I'm angry at my friend for seeking validation in broken men who will never be able to hold space for her. I'm angry at corrupt men in power. I'm angry at white, old, unhealthy men who are passing laws that have anything to do with genders and races and classes that they know nothing about. I'm angry at the games the rich are playing with real, innocent lives. I'm angry at child abuse and pedophilia. I'm angry at sex trafficking. Oh, how fucking livid I am with these things. I am angry that this is even a concept. I'm angry women have to fight for their rights to not be mutilated, raped, or married off. I'm angry at racists for having to fight harder for their basic rights. I'm angry not every single person has the right to clean drinking water and fresh, real food. I'm angry we live in a fake community, that it's normal to lead such separate lives. I'm angry I am not getting the help I need from family as I walk through this quote-unquote divorce I am mad it's not taken seriously as a divorce, but a measly breakup. I'm angry I got kicked out because I had to take my kids on full-time for their safety. I'm angry the other grandparents never once asked how his choices are affecting us. I'm angry they won't talk to me. I'm disappointed they won't show up as grandparents. I'm angry they think I did this for control. I'm angry they hate me because I left him. I'm angry they're too immature to have a relationship with me for the boys. I am angry that they are bullies and passive aggressive. I'm angry that they think sweeping things under the rug is the answer. I'm angry they hate that I speak. I'm angry how they raised him. I'm angry they think they did nothing wrong. I'm angry they think their influence will be on my children. I'm angry they aren't showing up just like him. I'm angry he told me women were prettier silent when I lost my voice, after I was screaming for my life because his son was abusing me and hurting my children as I was fleeing from his toxicity. I am angry he thinks he's a man. I am angry at whomever wounded him. I am angry the toxic generational pattern continued. I'm angry I need to be the one to break it. 
I'm angry that I need to work extra hard to make sure that my sons never treat their woman like that. I'm angry I'm triggering for them. I'm angry women have to be told their virtues and their self-worth lie in their vaginas. I'm angry men feel they have a right there. I'm angry the discussion of what we wear is even a thing. I'm angry at the patriarchy. I'm angry at generational trauma. I'm angry at narratives that don't serve us anymore. I'm angry it's so hard for women to fight for their rights. I'm angry at mandated vaccines. I'm angry that anyone can tell any woman how to give birth and what is best for her baby. I'm angry my laptop doesn't stay charged for long. There. It's out. I said it. I expressed it. There are ears listening to my long list of angers and there are judgments being made. There are people out there who can breathe a sigh of relief because now they don't feel alone. Or now they can see angles to their own anger. There is healing being done by those who are starting to write their lists. This is a heavy and long one. I know you guys. It's been a few weeks of stunted creativity for me. I've been reading these books and listening to this music that have unlocked something. So here it is. Here's the vomit of anger that has been swirling inside me for a long time. Good luck on your list. Get it all out. Go hard. Don't be afraid. And then do whatever you need to about it. Take some sort of action to release and let go of these things. I'll leave you with this quote from the goddamn cheetah herself, Glennon Doyle, from her book, Untamed, which is something I'm learning to be in order to be a better mother, future partner, and more importantly, a better me, untamed. I imagine her sitting at her desk with her kids' clothes dirty on the floor, mascara sticking to her eyelids, mixed match socks on and somewhere else to be. I imagine her in all her years of trauma and decisions and hurt and love pouring her heart out onto the keys of her laptop, just as I am. I imagine her fears of ridicule and sharing feeling too much, too bold. I imagine her sleepless nights of vulnerability hangovers. I imagine the text messages of harsh words from people she thought were friends, angry that she shared what she did in this book. I imagine she said, fuck you, even under her breath. Because this is why she is here, to share herself and her journey to those who need to hear it. And that's not for everyone, and that's okay. So I imagine this brave, real woman writing these words for only me to hear and to be inspired by. I too will be brave and maybe even to one inspirational by sharing the things I have gone through. Finally, here is something she wrote that I really enjoyed as I am learning to navigate how to walk through my fears of being quieted in this world. The blueprints of heaven are etched in the deep desires of women. What women want is good. What women want is beautiful. What women want is dangerous but not to women, not to the common good. What women want is a threat to the injustice to the status quo. If we unlocked and unleashed ourselves, unbalanced relationships would be equalized. Children would be fed. Corrupt governments would topple. Wars would end. 
civilizations would be transformed. If women trusted and claimed their desires, the world as we know it would crumble. Perhaps that is precisely what needs to happen so that we can build truer, more beautiful lives, relationships, families, and nations in their place. Maybe Eve was never meant to be our warning. Maybe she was meant to be our model. Own your wanting. Eat the apple. Let it burn. If you guys like my podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe. Maybe leave a few of your own words in the comments and share with a friend. Thank you and see you next week. Hey, if you guys want to connect with me on social media, I have a couple pages I manage. My personal one is melanie.marie.liparulo. If you're interested in plant-based food and the ways I can balance and keep up with being in the kitchen or when we get takeout, come follow me at an herbal perspective, three words, plus you get to see a bunch of pics of my cute kids. My cleaning business page is at EcoCleanColorado. And of course, follow my page, Wildfire Podcast, for updates and discussions. See you over there. Alright, so maybe now would be a good time to plug this in, but in addition to my cleaning business, I am also working with an online wellness company that has toxic-free cleaning supplies. They have over 400 products that are biodegradable, plant-based, and better for the environment, both for the planet and your home. My goal is to help people I love change their homes and then build their own business. As a product advocate, I have replaced the toxic products in my home as well as the homes I am cleaning. I also know that when people think of natural products, they they think that they are not as as effective. But in this company's case, that's not true. Not only are they scientifically proven to be just as efficient, but they have extremely high testing and approval standards. They make sure they keep their ingredients simple and have worked hard at using biodegradable packaging and also use concentrated formulas to cut back on the packaging that they used. Um, They have their own warehouse, so everything is manufactured straight up from them. And I think it's every, like, I don't think anything's older than two weeks. So I think that's pretty cool. And I have so much peace of mind in knowing the cleaning supplies I am using not only are kinder, kid-friendly, um... And okay on the surfaces I am cleaning, but they have also been tried and true for 30 years. Um, Another plus for this mom on a budget is um, they are the same price as the harsh products you see in Target or Walmart, if not cheaper. They're delivered to your door, and working with this company helps create a positive and motivating community. Their mission is to enhance the lives of those we touch by helping people reach their goals. So... You know, please reach out if you're interested in something like this. Um, if you guys know me, you know I'm I'm a bit picky, so I'm really vibing with this company right now. And I I have two passions: one, just really simplifying the products that we use and being better consumers, and also helping out, you know, anyone who wants to 
have a better income or create a create a community and um have a great team so hit me up if you're interested in any of that and I would love to hear from you